Welcome back. This is a quick series. It's our bite series where we break down a beer in 10 minutes. And on this episode, we got a special guest, Matt. What's up? JB, break it down. Yep, so bite series we've done it before first time matt's been on this one uh he's joined us in the past from uh he's with beer zombies and he loves anchorage so we love to share incredible beer from them this one is a special one it's going to be a triple barrel black barley wine finished with toasted coconut aged for 20 months in a blend of buffalo trace six-year rye uh clement farms well, or 18-year Knob Creek and Wild Turkey Bourbon Barrels. Jeez. So there's a lot going on there. Checks in at 15% ABV. Cool. Cheers, guys. Yeah. Cheers. Right. Cheers. Thanks for bringing this one. Excited yeah. to try this. Ooh. Oh, yeah. It's a lot smoother on the front than you would think with, like, that bourbon nose, but I definitely get, like, that heat on the back end. Yep. For That's sure. good. It's one of those that's like sweet and heat, baby. Yeah, like, yeah. it's no, all literally heat. sweet and heat. <laughs> yeah. I get that wild turkey note too on it, like a little bit on the back end. It's got that specific burn that you get when you drink wild turkey. That's good. Dude, that is really good. I thought I wasn't going to like this one. I was, I kind of was like, whoa, hold on, wait. That's a lot of going on in there. Yeah. Well, yeah, because normally when we get so much like barrel on the nose like matt was saying you get a lot of that heat up front yeah. or you think it's going to be pretty boozy but off the start so much sweetness the booziness a little bit on the back end but i like it being there because then it you go for that second third taste and that sweetness like just resets your palate so that way you can experience the different bourbons in there and enjoy it yeah it's not like disappointing like i feel like when you i just had a stout that i sat on for two years and i sat on it a little too long so i went in expecting that like kind of booziness on the back end and it got just like flat sweet uh, it's like it's still fine but yeah. like i love any barley wine or stout to have like that note especially when it's barrel age like i want that little bit of a punch either on the front or the back end and not just exactly. to be like you know fucking nothing so that's good that's really good that's so yeah. good uh, so, good. so good. this one is close to the one we had the other day we shared um i think it was called the king uh from anchorage it was a half stout half barley wine blend yeah and i think this is the barley wine that they use in that one so that one if i remember correctly it was a little bit more sweet the stout um kind of carried that one more than the yeah. barley wine side of things and i thought that was really good but being a fan of barley wine i think i like this one a little bit better because it has a little bit more distinguished characteristic to it especially on the back end with that kind of burn of the barrel yeah that's nice Karen, what do you think yeah, so what are the adjuncts in here again? Just coconut. Just toasted coconut. Coconut. Just toasted coconut. How much toasted coconut do they throw in this thing? Right? That's what I was thinking, too. I was like, man, the, the toasted coconut in this is just, like, present Because, like, I don't yeah. get, like, a ton of coconut, but, like, in order for it to be that sweet, like, how did... You know what it is? It's, like, those Starbucks, like... Man, what are those? Like, those coconut macaroons that they had at mm. a time when I was a kid? And so it's got, like, that on the front end, like, that sweetness, where it's almost like a dessert coconut, like a little bit of, like, a baked good. And then on the back end, it's just, like, that super nice, like, bourbon barrel finish, which is incredible. That's that's awesome. Yep. So much. Yep. 10 out of 10. 10 out of I 10. I would drink this, like, if it was available, like, daily, I would almost drink it daily. Well, but. I mean, the tough thing is Anchorage, <laughs> like, so many of their bottles, especially their, their barrel-aged stuff, you have, like, the ones that go for, I think the one is called... JB, you would know, like, it's called Blessed or something like that. Yeah, the one Blessed, that's, like, $100 yeah. or, like, every release. And you're like, 
okay, like, is it really worth it for a hundred bucks? Like, or it's kind of tough because Anchorage sometimes their prices with the bottles. Yeah. Little like you're like, damn, how much incredible like miss? I guess that's not even a word, but you're gonna get from a bottle and be like, damn. I just drank and pissed out a hundred bucks. Like, but yeah, exactly. that yeah. one, like that is, what, what did that bottle retail for? Do you know? So I was going to check on Tavor cause I got that one on Tavor. They, they've been having a lot more of their releases, which is nice because before you'd have to go through like, let's say Mr. K's or if you're in California or find those bottle shops that carried Anchorage. So I think this one was around 55, maybe 60 bucks. That's not bad. I'll pay not that. bad at all. Damn, so now you got me thinking, what is the hundred bottle? Tastes like. <laughs> yeah, I've had it once, and that's okay. I'm more of a level where I started getting this way with bourbon too. Where my first year that I was kind of starting to get into bourbon, I was like, "Yo, let me chase down these like crazy rare bottles, and they're expensive, whatever." And then you kind of just look at like the the practicality of all that stuff, and you're like, "This do I have a good enough palate?" Which I don't still like to appreciate that level of bourbon. And was that really worth that? Or spending hundred bucks? Where I'm like. I kind of just dialed it down to finding super approachable, easy to find like bourbons that were like, you know, in the 20, 30, $40 range. Yeah. And I felt myself more pleased with those than drinking, you know, the hundred dollar bottle where I'm like, I don't like, I don't appreciate this much. I don't know if anybody does, honestly. Yeah. Well, it's like that whole concept we've talked about before of how it's marketed, how you build up the expectations. If it's rare, harder to get, you're spending a hundred dollars. The expectation just doubled. Right. Right. Whereas, this one, so the price of this one was 61. So it's a little bit more on the fine. pricier side, but it's because of what they put into it. And then the other one we had the other week was called Kill the King. Okay. So that one was the one that was the blend. And let's see here, I was trying to see the ABV. There we go. So that one was 15% also. And okay. it was the, that one was finished with toasted coconut and it was a blend of their double and triple oaked uh, for 20 months in a blend of 15 year old, 15 year Willet, Willet Rye, and Buffalo Trace. Oh, damn. So that one t- had more of the Willet barrel, I think. That's okay. what I was getting from that one. That's not too bad. And it was more like dark maltiness, whereas like this one is so, that sweetness kind of carries through where I don't get any like caramel or kind of yeah. those flavors in it. Yeah. That's really good. Yeah, but for the price on those two bottles, that one was 52, this one's 61. I do prefer this one more, but I don't think I could go too much over that, right? I think yeah. 61, because they're kind of curating that experience for you and sending it to you, the price is justified, but I wouldn't go any higher. I agree. Yeah, I think it's a good one overall. So ratings one more time. Uh, I was saying 10 out of 10 for him. I'm going to go 9 out of 10, because I don't think there's any beer on earth that's perfect, but... I think that's as close to it as you're going to get for me, for a beer like that from Anchorage. So, yeah, 9 out of 10. It surprised me. I was, thought I was not going to like this one, and I'm mad on this one. 9 out of 10. Awesome. Yeah, I would probably rank it like a 4.7 out of 5. Okay. Um, yeah. yeah, you know, we all did 10, and you just had a Yeah, yeah. Oh, well, that's five. The, yeah, that's the, a 5. Yeah. He wanted that's the big the chair untapped. pre-podcast, <laughs> now he wants to go 4.5, 5 right. on his own scale. Uh, like, he, that's great. Yeah, I went untapped. Yeah, he, is cl- he is closer to 10, right? Mm-hmm. No. 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 Not at all. He's but closer to 5. <laughs> I was like, we're on the 10 rating scale. Yeah. I was like, let's stick to the 10 okay, rating Okay, so scale. it's a 9.5. Oh. 
Alright. There you go. Out of time. Yeah, okay. Make it okay, so, so what do we do now? Are we drinking this? Are we kind of oh. ask you guys what's been happening? Like, what are we doing? Yeah. Uh, so we're going to, after this one, we're going to go into the long form episode. So stay tuned, guys. We're going to jump into just catching up with Matt, shooting the yeah. shit, kind of like bar talk, just hanging out. We have some great beers. Look out for uh, the Ghost in the Machine with Equilibrium and Parish Brewing. That one's going to be sick and a couple other cool ones. So make sure to check that out. Yeah. Cheers, guys. Cheers. Cheers. Cheers.